0: RPG podcast. I'm in Max 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 Max, Max. Max, Max 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 pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Thank you for joining us for season eighteen, episode six. Six of Happy Jack's RPG podcast. My name is Stu.
1: I am the one and only Proby Tim. I am Kurt. <laughs> You do put the probe in Proby. Really I does. do. I put the probe Whoa, in hey, Proby. <laughs> <This> is Stork? <laughs> no, no, no. It, does, it doesn't bend to the left. It goes straight ahead. So Stork's, Stork's got a problem this time. You only think it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it really depends on what you're aiming
0: for. In this episode of Happy Chicks Army Podcast, Dreamer2928 needs help with his homework. Corbin Trois. As opposed to Twa Corbin
3: We've
4: gone through this Yeah, Yeah. we we
0: probably have Sends us an ode to Jack Chick's Dark Dungeons Brian writes in about some a-hole he gamed with in college Levi, or Levy, writes in with some GMing tip advice I heard he breaks Damn
1: him him When the Levi
0: breaks Uh, (laughs) It could be, you don't know uh, Chris in Indiana informs us that Google Hangouts is not dead, as did many, many other people. <laughs> Steve writes in about GMing criticisms. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We live and breathe emails, happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We're also on the tweeters, happyjacksrpg, all one word. And you can find us on Facebook, and we're on Instagram, and um, that's probably about it.
1: Yeah, Google Plus.
0: Yeah, yeah. if you work for Google, and therefore you're contractually obligated to use Google+, you can find us there as well. And you're not still on
2: Orchid. Orkut! Orkut.
0: <laughs> the fabulous Orkut. Um, big important. in Brazil, right? It is
2: important to do happyjacks.org, not happyjacks.com, as I found out, because that is a brand of chewing tobacco.
0: Happyjacksrpg.com however is oh, us okay as well. Cool. Just to throw if I, have, if I ever need to actually rebrand because I'm using a org, because I've had the org for like a
2: while. Twelve ever, or fifteen yeah. years.
0: Yeah. Um, <coughs> because com was taken right by some tobacco company. Right, exactly. <laughs> if you'd like to watch us live you can watch us at happyjacks org slash live or happyjacks.org slash twitch or happyjacks.org slash YouTube. <laughs> All right, and before we go on with the rest of the show, we have a tip of the week. Tip of the week, just the tip,
2: just the tip. just the tip from Kurt uh. Hanna. Yes. Okay. So
1: uh, I have a tip of the week. Um, <laughs> not a week tip. No. Uh, I was no. T- 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 oh, no. Stole that right out of my head. Uh, tip.
2: Uh, so uh, my my tip for this week. Um, Based on uh, if the the stuff that I've brought into my own game recently, is um, it even if you don't take notes, it helps if you're somebody your, your players take notes, but if nobody's taking notes, feel free to make up. New shit as if it were, (laughs) as if it didn't matter, as if there is no continuity whatsoever.
3: Wait a moment. (laughs)
2: That
4: never happens. No, ignore (laughs) continuity
2: as much as possible and then pull a stew if somebody says, wait, I thought it, don't correct me. Don't correct Uh, (laughs) me. Complete and total reset. (laughs) Because, no, I mean, because if nobody remembers and if nobody has it written down.
3: And if they don't care enough to take notes. If they don't care enough to
2: write it down, then, you know. And now, now. I will I will put in one caveat. If this is a house rule element, don't pull that shit. But if it's like a character name, an, an NPC name, or something like that, or you know you've been in this town for ten nights and it's like no no it's really only been five nights because of the phase of the moon and, and or, you know however long it's been, then the main point is just own it. Just just walk in like you own the place. And they're not going to notice anyway because they didn't take notes. They didn't take
1: yeah, exactly yeah. They didn't take right. notes.
2: One, one or two of them might just go. But I thought it was. Well, it doesn't matter what you thought it was. What matters is this. This is what we are going with now. Somebody write this down so that we can say that this is what we are going with now.
3: I don't remember us being kidnapped and put in prison out of that. <laughs> did
2: we... That goes back to my email from a couple. Did we actually end up
3: ago. in? How did? Yeah, really. Yeah. Anyway, so that yeah, All own it. it. Just own it. Confidence. And your players won't know the difference because they weren't okay. taking notes. And, besides, and if they com- do remember later, oh, well, that's on this them.
2: Is, this is what the ladies have told me, is that confidence is sexy. All right. Okay. Confidence men are sexy.
0: Confidence men are sexy. Con <laughs> <laughs> men.
2: They, they, it does work better if they are.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to redo all the stuff I'm supposed to do.
2: Which, I don't even know what camera I was supposed to be looking
0: at. On, we've been on this one the oh, whole time oh, so okay, far. Okay, yeah. So, we'll be I on the, the other one, one I didn't look at. That's for <laughs> <Mr>. my <Dinelle. laughs> close up, Mr. DeMille. Close uh, up, Mr. DeMille. Would someone like else like to read the first email while I go through the uh, uh, and and possibly? rename everything? Sure, because sure.
3: I can do that. All right, C featured email and discussion. I, I don't know why it's bloxy. What's I, bloxy. I don't think you're, you're supposed, supposed to read that. the stuff that's underlined. That's oh. a stage direction. <laughs> a stage direction. <laughs> it's <laughs> Underlined, so I read it. <laughs> that's a stage direction. Then. I have a that's friend from college who never read bold. He just read really wimply. <laughs> uh, homework help from Dreamer, nothing but it, 2928. Dreamer 2928. Dear Stu and the Douchey Gang, P.S. I'm horrible at punctuation, so take a drink for be, each missing or misplaced comma. That would be a prescript. You are all well educated individuals, and host members have backgrounds that uh, include journalism, education, computer programming, and all are professional role players professional role players and complies that we get paid for it, but I will let you go on that. I am currently writing an argumentative paper for my advanced composition class and have chosen a topic I believe the show could weigh in on. The question my paper will answer is, do role playing games have a positive impact on child development? My question to all of you is, what do you believe the benefits are and have you witnessed role playing games having a positive impact on those that play? I hope to use your responses in my paper. (laughs) <laughs> so he's crowdsourcing us as noted See? experts. You know, this is us. Not just to help him with his homework. This is not yeah. the first person that I've heard of. Michael and we'll Michael. make sure to cite the podcast when doing so. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we have to be held liable for our opinions. Just uh, And that's feartheboot.com. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to answer that now? Because he, he goes on to another topic. After yeah, that. sure. All right. So uh, do we. Well, first t- off, there's no teachers in the room, right? There's no, no
0: teachers no. in the room. No, no. no, no. So. We're the experts you got. The experts you want.
3: (laughs) You were probably hoping for some... Always write the paper with the sources you have, not the sources you wish you had. That's right. (laughs) Spoken like a journalist. (laughs) As long as you have sources.
1: At least two. Um, There are four of us here, so... I played a game of original D&D with my stepson. Mm -hmm. Played for a while. And uh, it was a lot of fun. He played a ranger named Aragorn what do you get up with that name? I, yeah, I couldn't figure it's, it out. It's
3: like you do. We all started with the Aragorn Ranger. Right. Like um, much everybody did.
1: I, I don't know if I have any feedback on uh, if it had a positive impact on anything lasting. But I can say that it did bring us a lot closer together. It gave us good quality time, uh, which was something that was, you know, good for both of us. good for the kid, good for the adult, but... Um, you know, they say that you should spend time reading to your kid and doing all these things with your kid. It was just a really good way to spend time together. And, and uh, you know, that in and of itself does have lasting uh, goodness for the kid. But I don't know if that's directly related to, you know, the role-playing or just the fact that we were hanging out and doing stuff together. I have an anecdote. Okay, which, if you have enough of them, is just as good as data.
0: That's what happens I, when got you're poisoned, one. right? I've got another anecdote after yours. Okay, so, excellent. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, will in, uh, that will make it data. Yeah, yes, that's exactly. what happens that, when you're poisoned, that's right? Two an da- That's not datum. That's
3: data, right? Plural. Or in this yes. case, dota. dota. Anecdota.
0: Heyo. Uh, uh, junior high school is when I first played D and D. Seventh grade at a friend's house in his basement. The parents. Turned the basement into their rec room. There's a pool table and all that stuff, and that, we went over for a day and we played. Um, oh, what was the name of that game? Um, First of all, Shane, I
3: find it amazing. I'm, I'm calling it bullshit already because yeah, there's no basements basement in, in California. California.
0: <laughs> oh no, yes there is. It there are. A a few. Yeah, it's it, there it, are it was a few. it was off of it was in uh, it was in Long Beach, off of uh what's it was it called Loin's Drive? Oh yeah, I know that area.
3: Oh yeah, it's full of basements. Yeah, I knew that. No, <laughs> no, no it, <laughs> not anymore. It's all new development. All right. Well, th- this was a, this was
0: a, this was a very wealthy kid, little, uh, very nice home, and it had a it had a it wasn't a, like a full basement underneath, but it was like set off to the side, probably under the garage. I'm guessing. Right. Houses, so was on like half,
2: Houses on hills.
0: Houses
1: yeah. on hills tend because yeah. they're terraced. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did CB radio for a long time because mm-hmm. I'm a huge dork. And one of the guys. Going yeah, I can tell you what my handle was. Uh, one of the guys that we talked with on our channel, we were on channel 8, for whatever that's worth. The Ocho. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> 27045. Because um, that's the frequency, 27. Wow, really? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> nerd (laughs) you have no idea I had a 60 foot antenna off the roof of my parents house
3: anyway did you hear about the nerd that was such a nerd the other nerds noticed (laughs) (laughs) my point
1: is a guy lived down in Fullerton in a really old house in Fullerton he dug out his own basement for all of his radio equipment like Shovel earth and wall, hardcore. Hardcore. Wow. hardcore. Yeah, it was crazy. Did he like seal it and
0: then put like cinder blocks? Or no, it was just earth and wall. <laughs> just, just dirt. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Just, he
1: he dug a basement, a basement. He had a hole.
0: <laughs> dug a big <laughs> hole
3: under his house. It's not a basement. It's a wall. We, we, we all that's thought it was, we bunker. all
1: thought it was awesome, but now, you know, with hindsight? With, with hindsight and age and wisdom, I'm like, that's less awesome. We were oh man, that hole. was so <laughs> not awesome. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did the house fall down? Anyway, I apologize for interrupting your anecdote. Let me know if it's if there's any
0: um distortion because it seems like the audio is a little hot so if anyone in the chat room is noticing that there's crackling and stuff let me know not if not not Kurt adjusting his mic Sorry. but just ing- that's all right but um it happens. like and not momentary like uh, constant thing anyway uh so anyway the in junior high school 7th grade uh played for the f- uh D&D for the first time we played cha- uh, chainmail was the first thing we played oh, oh, wow. on wow. Wow. Okay. his uh, on his um his dad's pool table and but, he had a yeah. bunch of minis and we played a game of, of Chainmail and then he said, oh, I've got D&D. You guys want to f- try playing D&D? So we played the uh, blue box or the red box, the Starter's Edition or the basic Basic D&D. Basic. Game, so. Yeah. So um, up until that time, I had, except for primers, I had never actually read a book that I was not assigned to read in school. Uh-huh. I did not like reading at all. <laughs> After that... We started after we played that first game of D anD D, and I was like, "Oh, this is really awesome! It's fun." Blah, blah, blah. He said, "Oh, you you should read The Hobbit." Mm-hmm. So I read The Hobbit, and then I read The Lord of the Rings, which I didn't like very much because it was on and on and on and on. And on. But on. Elven I songs, reading, songs
1: oh Elven songs, Elven, Elven, Elven songs. And, and but and then walking, I then I started we're reading walking, other.
0: We're walking, I really wish we're I was walking. at home. Boy, I wish I was at home. <laughs> this is how much I was at home. This is what I would eat if I was at home. Um, <laughs> And then, but then I started reading more fantasy stuff, and then I started reading science fiction, mm-hmm. and it really kind of opened up uh, reading to me as a pleasurable thing, yeah. rather than yeah. just something I had to do in school, which I think we all know is incredibly good for kids to read, because when yeah. like, my kids, when they're in a, in, in a reading phase, and they tend to read a lot, they do really well in school, and when they don't, and they watch video games instead... They don't do as well, so it actually got me to read more, and which I think probably mm-hmm. had a lot to do with my academic achievement later on.
1: You can say what you want about early D and D, specifically um, TSR era D and D, but High Gygaxian is awesome for learning and expanding your vocabulary. Oh yes, I, mean, I it, know what the word nil means. I know, <laughs> I know. I know. I know what harbinger means. Right. right. You know, it's like words that you would never. Ever come across, right. come across right. as a sixth grader or seventh grader or an eighth grader, yeah. you're throwing down like it's no big deal, right? Exactly,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, any more data to pile on to this? Yeah, mountain yeah. of
4: information um, we we're I, giving him. I had a
2: roommate for a, uh, a while who's, um, we'll say nephew, probably actually cousin, but was like I think he was about six or seven at the time and on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And um, but he he got a copy of the 4e dungeon, uh, not uh, the uh, monster manual,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and was just devouring, learning about all of these things. And it was a it was a simplified version of the. It wasn't the full monster manual. It was like a simplified version for kids.
0: Oh, really? Oh, yeah, the, oh, the, like, the, yeah. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Oh, the... Oh, what was that stuff called? Because they had, like, the D&D Companion. Something like that. You're not
1: talking about the Rules... Com- the Rules Rule Compendium or something.
2: Like that, but
0: no, no the, later. It's called, I think it was called The Companion. I think I have that book something somewhere. Something like that. But this was it's essentially...
2: sized books. This was essentially a picture book. Oh. With a little bit of text describing these, you know, the, the monsters available in d and I mean, you know, anything from... from uh, uh, a, uh, a beholder to a white an know. owl bear right yeah sure owl bears everything I got and it wasn't like I said it wasn't the full monster manual but it was he was he was just absolutely this was his favorite book you know, and and you know kids on the spectrum they cling to their favorites yeah. and so uh, because my roommate knew that I ran games she said hey would you mind running a game for my six seven year old nephew I mm-hmm. uh, okay, sure. All right, you know. And he was amazingly good. I mean, well-behaved and everything. But also, he just... He had a better grasp on the mechanics of it, even though he learned it there at the table, than some of the other 30-plus, 40-plus-year-old players who were at the table who had been playing for a while. I mean, he just... He clicked into it very quickly... He understood, he, he his imagination was great for envisioning the scenario, and what he could do with it. And it was great socialization for the kid who, mm-hmm. you know, kids on the spectrum, they, they tend to stay in their little bubble. Yeah, and he, yeah. he, this was a thing that he was able to socialize through this and learned a great deal on, on that side. So- Subject, or not not just the you know monsters in D anD D, but on the idea of getting along with other people, right? And I another friend of mine who uh, her a friend of hers, something or other, uh, learned math through D anD D three point five. Yeah, During, For, learned or arithmetic. Hero. Well, no, learned arithmetic. Hero. She was like four. <laughs> oh, basic arithmetic. Basic right. basic yeah, arith- arithmetic right, yeah, yeah. through D anD D three point five. Sure a
0: lot of plus ones and minus yeah, ones all exactly. over the place. and keeping
2: yeah. and keeping track of it very quickly mental math mm-hmm. mental arithmetic yeah. is a very good skill that a lot of people just don't learn anymore true sure. and it's very very useful to be able to just very quickly sum up those numbers in your head and be able to keep these ideas you know oh I'll grab this and the grab this and the grab this and they mean this
3: yeah i have i have a, again similar stories but uh, but some of this is probably data you can use uh, just riffing off your math thing, I do remember. I'm terrible when it comes to sort of adding up counts and pips and things like that. But I remember when we were playing Hero a lot. I got really good at actually just scanning a pile of dice and getting really good at figuring out how much that was. Oh yeah, right? rather the than big having dice to, pools. right? Right. But it, it was repetition, but also just just counting it out. You know, figuring out sixes and twos and adding up to tens and all of that stuff. I got really good at it. Um, if you're if you're Mathematically challenged like I am, that was actually a pretty big help, and it was actually kind of empowering. But uh, a lot of other game systems, other than just the Indeed stuff, do have a pretty complicated math stuff. Um, Mm And you'd be surprised how much math is involved in some of these games that that people and kids Mm -hmm. will grok onto and use. It's more than just rolling dice. It's more than card counting. There's sometimes there's you know acceleration curves and uh, ex- uh, deceleration curves all of that stuff when you're falling you know, how much how much damage do you get 32 per second price per second per second you know people they work this stuff out mm-hmm. there's also geometry involved where you're dealing with uh, hyperbolic curves and stuff that stuff it comes up in games all the time mm-hmm. like when you're making a sharp corner they're like wow all right would you be thrown out I don't know let's work this out suddenly out comes the <laughs> protractors and people work that stuff out yep. it's not you're not going to be able to write. Uh, you're not going to be a rocket scientist out of it, but you're learning a lot of very interesting math just because you're enjoying the game and, despite yourself, you pick that stuff up. Uh, something else that I really responded to when I started playing D anD D was I learned myths and folklore. Like yes. Yeah, phrases. yes, yeah. oh, I, absolutely. When I was, yeah. when I was yes. ready to go into college and stuff, I, I knew who Medusa was. I knew who Zeus was. I knew all of these people. I also knew who Arion our, our I know my Celtic mythos because yeah. I had played gods D&D. and demigods. I had and learned you know? all of that stuff, but also. Deities and demigods. Deities and demigods. I'm thinking of gods, demigods, and heroes. You're thinking of gods, demigods, and heroes, yes. Don't correct them. But. (laughs) Don't correct me. And that, that leads into another thing because I was also picking up ancillary source material. I like, I read Dante's Inferno because oh I God. wanted to know wow. about the circles of hell and stuff. It was like I was quoted as like one of those. I didn't read a lot of it, but I, sort of, <laughs> I started reading. And I'm like, this is all bad poetry, you uh, know? Yeah, and I got like, enough to figure I read out what that it was. after
0: reading Inferno by Larry Nevin and John and Jerry right? Cornel. Okay, it's a very funny story. I won't spoil it, but it's a very funny story. And I thought I'm going to read the actual or, original Inferno now.
3: So I get to college, right? And they and, <laughs> and, and, and they start talking about Dante's Inferno, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I, I read this because I played <laughs> games and I actually right. was able to have an intelligent discussion with my professor about Dante's Inferno because I, of the stuff I'd read in, a, in role-playing games. Um, but more than that, too, there's H.P. Lovecraft I picked up. There was the yep. Tolkien I picked Lovecraft. up. But then there was all this folklore stuff, all this Celtic mythos stuff that I read just as information. I'm like, oh, and Greek mythos
0: and, mythos and Roman mythos and Norse myths, and oh yeah, well, the
3: Norse myth was a big deal. And so I learned all of Sumerian, that. Sumerian, Persian, yeah, yeah Sumerian, right. yep. you get into Zoroastrian stuff with mithrism mm-hmm. and all sorts of wonderful stuff. Um, like that. Gilgamesh, maybe years ago, Dragon Magazine used to host a. A module making, like, and if you won, they would print up your your little adventure in the magazine, or they print out modules. So, yep. one summer, my buddy and I decided we'll make a module. He was a flake and went off to Europe, so I ended up typing, writing, and typing out this whole adventure myself. And I actually got really good at typing that <laughs> summer <laughs> because I created a module. Uh, on top of that, when I was learning to play, when I was playing EverQuest, this is all a text-based role-playing game that's online and stuff that you play. You have to type to everybody, and I got. Because yeah, you, I don't type much anymore. You don't. I got really good at typing again because, uh, no joke, you have to type a lot and you have to be clear about what you're typing because you know it goes by, and you have to be fast. And I, I was even talking to some other EverQuest players. They go, "No joke, uh, this game has taught me how to type." You know, it's yeah. like I knew it, but now I'm really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just another weird thing. You think what? Typing Like, well, yeah. If you're going to create a bunch of notes and stuff... And this is... He and I were gaming back in the day before there was an internet, before there was word processors. So you actually had to type... Oh, fuck. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> and then put in the correct thing again, you know? It was more erasable paper, but it just got all blurry by the you're time... You're not you
2: were on done. an IBM uh, laptop. You're on
1: an IBM Selectric. I actually typed <laughs> it up old school on a Selectric. You're right. you're right. I'm lucky. I got to do all my adventure design on a Commodore 64. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't start gaming until... After college, so Skype
0: number seven says he learned to type on uh, EverQuest as well. Uh huh,
2: but not an unusual thing. I, 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 they taught me to type in third grade, and I learned to type with ICQ and and instant messaging, so
1: yeah, ICQ. (laughs) Wow, and here's here's Um, one Someone
0: else mentioned IRC, and then uh, uh, dangerless said, uh, I learned to type in text based MUDs, yeah, yeah,
3: Mm there, yeah, I knew knew other people who did that too, Yeah. yeah. And here's one other thing When my parents sort of pointed out to me later. Uh, it kept me off the streets. <laughs> the, right? The, the, my the parents, mean streets of... Well, my, I, was, I would be out late. When you're, when you're <laughs> between 15 and 19, right, boy, we tend to do stupid things and get into a lot of trouble. right? And I knew friends that were drinking and getting in car accidents. Dang, and I had a guy that had a head injury. It was never right since. I mean, just terrible things about what happened. I mean, they would just make terrible choices. But my parents never had to worry about us because they knew that we, you know, I'd be coming home late, midnight or whatever. But I was just gaming. You were sitting all, in a room with a bunch of nerds. Yeah, because yeah, all nerds. they had to do was go down, down to, the base 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 to base base. There, there you are, right? Well, we know he's not getting laid.
0: I got. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know they're not going to become grandparents, or right? Both. Right. Yeah. But what's, it did. It, what's the worst that he
2: could happen? He could start a satanic cult and send some people <laughs> over to a bridge, and
3: they. It, okay, As maybe, hobbies maybe go, he so could teach Debbie the real magic. As hobbies go, for a for a teenage boy. This was really harmless, and it was actually pretty productive and yeah. in many, many ways. My parents were actually really grateful. They're like, we completely felt relieved, you know, because I heard all these horror stories about our friends, you know, they'd have to go down and bail their kid out or whatever, and they never had they were ever worry about it. It was never really a problem with me. And yeah, it seems sort of trite, but that's... Now, being a parent myself, I get that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm of teenagers. yeah, my, my kid, go <laughs> be a nerd. That'll be great. That'll then I never have to worry. So it, it's it's a... It's a weird ancillary thing, but um, it made me make better decisions. Then when I got in college, I just howled, but that's a whole different story. right, anything
2: else? No. I um, actually have a... a, a, I was uh, talking to a listener of the show. I I don't know what her handle is, and I don't know if she wants her real name read out, but she is actually doing her doctoral thesis on how role-playing games affect decision-making in, like, a corporate environment.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: her, her intention for her project is to get a whole bunch of people to run very specific modules in Dungeons & Dragons because it's pretty much ubiquitously available. Yeah. Um, and she'll have a, a... Everybody takes this test on uh, uh, something about corporate decision-making right. uh, before, and then people run and play these games for like 6 months specific modules and you know half the group does this half of them don't or no half of them play uh, um, uh, video, no vi- uh, video games oh okay uh, like the, the control group goes to the bar no the control the control group the control group plays video games and the 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 test group plays um Role-playing games. I think there probably is a real control group that doesn't do any of that. They go to the bar and drink. Right, water something like yeah. that. And then after six months, they're going to all take the test again and see if their their aptitudes have actually increased from doing these kinds of. of you know, making desi- making these kinds of decisions. It's not
0: just making decisions; it's consensus building. It really is. Austin. It absolutely is. How right. to
3: get along with people?
0: There's a right. whole. There's yeah. a whole. Like, who would think that we would think that role playing games, knowing the people we know, yeah? Who would think that role playing games would teach social skills? <laughs> <laughs>
2: If there's a lot of people well, on the spectrum, well, it mean, actually, some better people. To be fair, it's it's how to socialize with a
0: palace guard or right. a town <laughs> well, thief. No, but even like working <laughs> together, like working in a yeah, situation exactly. where it's like we want to go this way, we want to go right. this way. How we're yeah. we gonna, we're gonna. You know, and yeah, you exactly. you can
1: always go. Look, I have to make an extended skill challenge against my level ten manager, and I'm only a level nine <laughs> employee, but I have plus four because of my charisma, so I might be able to pull this off. <laughs>
0: unbutton the top button of my shirt and walk in.
3: (laughs) I can't tell you how many times you're in a... The the larger the group, the more you end up compromising between what it is you guys want to do or even how you want to solve a particular skill. I want to climb over it. Well, I want to go under it. Oh, absolutely. And then you spend an hour and a half (laughs) discussing that. So, yeah, there's that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah, The the idea that she's doing her doctoral dissertation on this, that's... Yes, if you want to wait like a year for this to come out, you can pull that as a data source. Or,
1: (laughs) Sometimes you just flip in the bird and go down the... Right. Right. different, pathways.
2: Right? Yeah. different, different hallway, right? And you learn what consequences are. <laughs> One of my, my first GM, my very first GM, said that Boy Scouts taught him to be prepared. Role playing
3: games taught him to think ahead. Right. That makes a lot of sense because yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. If you and if you have the foresight to prepare, then yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Always bring a 10-foot pole with you whenever you go into a dungeon. Got it. This and that was for the first paragraph <laughs> of our first email. <laughs> hey, but it was, that was good information there. On a less pressing note, my gaming group consists of a munchkin, a class Nazi. What is a... I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's different than a classy Nazi. Uh, yeah. A mostly silent dice monkey, and myself... ...who was taught to play by this motley crew... ...until I found Happy Jacks and Savage Worlds GM Hangout. Yay! After dealing with most of our games being destroyed by the Munchkin and his class Nazi... ...who are brothers, arguing to the point where they would refuse to continue playing... ...in this past year I became Uh. tired of the games being cut short due to the brothers... ...who are our GMs and decided to try my hand hand at it in hopes that it would reduce the bickering. It worked for several sessions... ...until there was a discrepancy on how the two interpreted a hindrance of the Munchkin's character, and did not allow me to make a judgment call before calling it. I have oh. foregone attempting multiple sessions, adventures, and switched to solely Savage World's one-shot games, and have been successful twice so far, and have begun introducing the concept of yes and. At a later date, I will write you again, telling you some of the horror stories caused by this group. <laughs> Thank you for you for your help, and with my pressing issue, and all that you do, sincerely, Dreamer 2928. P.S. Have you ever been to the Texas Renaissance Fair? No. No. We've uh, heard about it. Yeah, I've heard I've heard it's enormous. We know many people that have been there.
1: I know yeah, I know people
3: who I know people there and who stuff, go yeah. there
1: who live in Minnesota. We know yeah. people that will be there next
3: season actually because they just moved there.
1: No, yeah. That's
0: right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, There's
3: a lot of crossover but we've never been. No. no. I've
1: always wondered how the how I've never even uh, been to Texas. I was wonder how BFA works with the Texan twang. <laughs> That's yeah, got to be like
3: I don't know. None of none of the know.
1: people in this room use BFA. Oh, that's true.
3: <laughs> there's actually uh, actually there's uh, some. Uh, some Here, you li- want to borrow my glasses? Yeah. For that? There's, there's some linguists that have sort of traced the Southern accent and how it came from English originally, even yeah. the Cockney, oh, and how, yeah. how it devolved or evolved. I guess is probably a better term it changed to, to Southern, which is why whenever you see a lot of English actors, they kind of take on a Southern accent because it's easier for them to get a hold of mm. it, and kind of disguise their accent than the straight. West Coast America. Yeah, we
0: yeah. Uh, Dale from Southwest Mid Illinois
3: <laughs> says, "That's awfully specific." I
0: know five Eagle Scouts who role played. They were and they were always prepared. <laughs> Eagle Scout. Eagle
3: Scout. And Dave. There's at least there's, there's three. three right there. Yeah. yeah. I was a Cub Scout. I got two wee blows never understood what a Weeblow was. Is it Wee like a wombat?
2: No.
1: b loyal a it's, a, it's an acronym. We b loyal Scouts. Quite, yes. yeah. loyal, that's what it stands
3: for. Wouldn't that be... W-E-B-E-L-O. It's not
2: L-O.
1: technically an acronym. No, it no it's, it's, it's it's a, a
2: it, It's an abbreviation.
1: It's a word of, that's made up of parts of other words. Yeah, palindrome. Yeah. It's not Al, a almost, <laughs> almost a portmanteau. Weeblows <laughs> would be nutlob.
0: It's almost a portmanteau. I don't know what a portmanteau is. That, uh,
2: that's where that you, a you combine two thing in words the top of a to make a, a, another word. Oh like, yeah, kind like, of. Like uh, smog. Smog is a portmanteau. It is it's a portmanteau port-fog. of smoke and fog. Oh really? Yes.
3: I had not. I did not know that. Yeah. I thought a portmanteau was the little red thing. That's the where top you of put knowledge. one word.
2: Basically, you put one word into another word because, like, a portmanteau is a chest. A
3: no, that's what you hold dear to your heart when you're, somebody dies. No, that's a momento. No, that's when things are going so fast. You say, uno momento. No, that's a moment. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's a little candy that they had the, the, the stupid uh, you know French that's what a mento. in life. <laughs> that's a mentos.
2: <laughs> They're the fresh maker. <laughs> oh, Sergito I
0: thought it. that was the, the people their first year at college. No, those are fresh Sergito <laughs> made it to life, which is very close to eagle. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh... All right, right. thank four. you very much, Dreamer2928. And tell Dreamer2927 to write in again. Right?
3: We miss <laughs> Wait, him. What? <laughs> and twenty-nine or twenty-eight twenty nine, which is I guess the neighbor of the beast. Yeah, tell him we are. We miss him as well. <laughs> right. An ode to Jack Chick's Dark
0: Dungeons from Corbin Twa. Greetings, gleeful wankers.
4: Corbin ah, Trois here. A long
0: one. <laughs> Back again. Like the beating of that heart under your floorboards. Nice Edgar Allan Poe (laughs) reference. Oh, is that what that was? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) the the chicken heart that ate New York City
3: (laughs) is that like the cockroach that ate Cincinnati no it was (laughs) it was a Bill Cosby (laughs) routine it was
0: a a Bill Cosby routine
3: on his album Wonderfulness this is back when Bill Cosby was a comedian and not a sex offender yeah no (laughs) we don't know I grew up a legend a legend legend. my my dad had
2: lots of those albums so
3: yeah we had a lot of those albums your dad I thought it was hysterical he had him he on was LP, was, uh, He was actually a storyteller. I have a lot of them memorized. <laughs> we had him on LT to this too. Day, We yeah. had a. He was a storyteller comedian back in oh, the absolutely. day. Oh, He would tell these stories about him and his brother Russell. The whole
0: Fat Albert thing came out of his comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: All of it. He was. He's, I yeah. loved his bit about driving to San cake Francisco cake for
2: breakfast. Mm-hmm. But still have that one memorized.
0: Uh, Twa Corbin here, back again. For, uh, we already did that. Um, I apologize in advance for the length of this email. It's not jib size, but it's
3: got some meat on its bones. Okay, so does jib these days. Hey-o. Oh, this time, wow. Come on. This
0: time around, Sorry, I don't have any questions, no horror stories, but an ode written both in honor and in spite, full defiance, and in iambic pentameter of the now late Jack Chick and his most notorious chick tract. He was the creator of the world's most hilarious hate speech. <laughs> 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 oh, what a claim to fame! <laughs> <laughs> wow. And in the wake of his passing, I was inspired to write this in memoriam.
3: Yeah, you know, the, my conf, just not a real laugher. You know? No, that's no, not no, really good no, at all. Not fun. Yeah, yeah, I guess it, comparatively, yeah, they're pretty hilarious. <sighs> wow.
0: <laughs> Everything I needed to know about gaming, I learned from Dark Dungeons. Okay. Oh, let me switch cameras. I'm supposed to do this. All right. One. Give a damn about your character name. Blackleaf and Elfstar are not the most egregious examples of bad character naming. There's an asterisk there. I'm sure it'll come up later. But they are two names pulled straight out of the player handbook RP example by people who give no fucks about what they're doing. Asterisk. I was in a 4E game where someone played
2: a Warforged bard called Rocky the Rapping Robot. That was hard times, baby. Yes.
0: Uh, they, they give, Who gives no fucks about what they're doing? If your character's name will be the name by which all the Witches Covens members address <laughs> you, try putting slightly more effort into it than none at all. Yeah, that's a good tip of the week. <laughs> the lesson your character name matters, it shows your level of investment in the game you're playing. And is the first thing other players will hear. That's a really good point. Yeah. If you can't be bothered to give a character an appropriate name, you're probably you probably don't
3: care about the game. That's a really I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. of my good note. Point. Yeah, I'm going to steal that for a GM tip. I'm going to steal that like I'm going to say it a year from now and nobody's going to remember it was came up in an email. Right. One of my uh, really early actually, actually <laughs> episode <laughs> episode six. Of, You'll
0: probably of get that in
1: eighteen. <laughs> one of my early groups, uh, a buddy of mine who was playing in it. He used to play with a guy who named his character Common Good, so that he could go in and beat people up and take their stuff and say, "I am doing yes. this for, for common, common good. good." Yeah, yeah, exactly. uh-huh. yeah. Oh, common good would be an awesome name for
0: like a vigilante character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be. Yeah, which it's common good. That's that should be a sitcom. <laughs> not a sitcom, <laughs> but like a yeah. a TV serial, like an adventure. Yeah. Two don't play with lazy GMs. Let's be honest. Miss Frost is a shit GM. Blackleaf didn't even get a saving throw to resist the effects of the poison trap. Or even one to avoid it. Right? Wow. Ms. Frost also allows a PC to blind a monster without allowing the monster a saving throw. Like some sort of amateur.
2: Well, I mean, do we really believe that this GM or the person writing her... Mr. Jack Chick actually read
0: the rules? Shh. No, everything he learned about role-playing games he learned from Jack Chick. Whether or not it was right or not. (laughs) You can learn a lot from it being done wrong. That's just what his point is. That's right. right. In fact, more sometimes. Worst of all, all, she has the gall The gall! gall Stone. To wait for Debbie, Debbie's character, to reach level 8 before teaching her real magic. It's the real magic. It's the real
3: magic. The real
0: power. I was was shown Uh, the real power by level three, for God's sake. (laughs) The lesson. If the GM can't be bothered to properly adjudicate actions or know the rules, they are a bad GM and not worth your time. Find a GM who knows how to provide a fun game and will not arbitrarily kill PCs Apropos of nothing.
3: You know, that's another tip for uh, the guy that's writing this paper: is learning to discuss things intellectually when there's an argument going on, whether it's rules issues, Actually. Uh, <laughs> without getting without it devolving into fights.
0: Yes. Number three, there's nothing wrong with min-maxing. Blackleaf didn't have to die, and true, some of that is on the lackadaisical GM Ms Frost, but Marcy really should have min-maxed her thief. So there was no way she could miss the poison trap. (laughs) How do you? Or at least this doesn't make sense because if you don't even get the role, what does it matter? If your character's minmax, like,
3: excuse me, I put a bunch of points in trap detection. It doesn't really matter. You're all dead. Shut up. You're right. Rocks fall. Everyone dies. Right.
0: (laughs) I've done it a hundred times. Now here (laughs) at Happy Jacks, we do not promote
3: min-maxing, so just to say. <laughs> we, we like to call it optimization. You want to be effective, but not min-maxed. Well, whatever. It doesn't
0: matter. I've done, I've done it a hundred times, and if I've done it once... I've done it a hundred times if I've done it once. Don't exaggerate. And it's not that hard. Get good, Marcy. You filthy, filthy casual. You filthy, casual. <laughs> oh, man. Ouch.
4: You know, Ouch.
2: Like, it's reasons like that. It's, Ouch. It's, it's, it's things like that why some people try to play and then never play again. Yes. You
3: filthy you get, casual. Yeah, get called that. That's non-contributing a, zeros. That's another uh, one. And, right? and
2: then they become drummers for bands.
0: Yep. Oh. The lesson. Drummers. Talk to your GM about what kind of campaign they're planning to run and allocate your ability scores accordingly. Don't build a pacifist socialite if you're going to be playing a hack-and-slash dungeon crawler. There's
2: two asterisks there. I break this rule all the time. If you have a character concept you just have to try out, don't let anyone except the GM stop you. Shine on, you crazy diamond. Nice Pink Floyd (laughs) reference. Thank you for that. Excellent, yeah. And no, you cannot play a ninja. Unless you're playing L5R.
3: That's, that's, point. No, that's a valid point. Yeah. Yeah, it's valid. <laughs> this guy's very thorough. Again, well, RPG players, are very good at setting up arguments here. I'm liking this, yeah. Where is it? Do I have it? I don't know. Do you have an applause or something?
0: Well, <laughs> I was going to play May I have you... Oh, it's, it's the whole intro. Never mind. I, I know you can't play a ninja. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> this is an old US game.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Uh, l- number four, learning the system. If anyone out there knows the mind-bondage the mind spell, please yeah. contact me. <laughs> I want to cast it on people to make them buy me $200 worth of figures and manuals. <laughs> you know, I, 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 That'll I get you four books. I came really <laughs> close to buying uh, the new Call of Cthulhu. They totally laid it out. It looks good, but it's
1: it's still the same game, right? Call of Cthulhu changes very little from revision to revision, right? Uh, It's pretty much just another BRP game with sanity. It's the best book they've ever put out. Yeah, it's the
0: pretty. It it looks like a. It doesn't look like it was made in the early '80s. (laughs) I, I
1: I looked (laughs) at the. um, Yeah. Right. Well, have you ever seen a Call of Cthulhu book, even like a fairly recent one? Nope. Even even sixth and nope. sixth edition and five point five. The typesetting
0: so looks the yeah. same as it looked in the late seventies or early eighties. Uh, okay, it, they, they, they
1: carry their legacy well.
3: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but Which, this new one yeah. is just gorgeous. Is it? Well, because the it, Traveler book looks good. Not a fan of the new Traveler book. I think it's badly laid out. I find the art uninspiring, and it's just it's just sort of b- blurry. Everything kind of blends into another. art. You kind of miss the crispness of the first original one, even with its bad I artwork. haven't
2: actually seen second edition Mongoose Traveler, so I, 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 I want to get a copy of it. For it's myself,
1: around here. It kind of you look, kind of sit around it around and go, nice. oh, oh well, yeah, it looks nice. But then
3: you try it to find something. Nice. If
1: right? if you're interested in yeah. Call of Cthulhu, they do have a Quick Start available as a free download for the new oh, the, for, for the seventh. Seventh, there's seven, the seven. ads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how they do their equipment.
0: Yeah, the that's a little well. odd. I thought it was kind of an interesting idea. Anyway, uh, the the lesson. You don't need an encyclopedic knowledge of every game system you play, but it helps everyone at the table out if you can at least run your character without having to spend every turn flipping through the manual to figure out what you can do. This goes double for people playing spellcasters. Gain a basic level of understanding, and your fellow players and GM will thank you. But seriously, guys, I need the mind-bondage spell.
2: Uh, in White Wolf, that's called Dominate.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: Number in, five.
3: In D&D, it's just Charm Person, isn't yeah, it? Charm Person,
1: yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely
0: play more RPGs. We all know that Dungeons & Dragons has been accused of being Satan's game. Yeah, it is. I agree. Um, <laughs> oh,
4: a gateway, a gateway, you say that like it's
0: a bad thing. A gateway to dark covens and the fast track to hell. And ever since TSR was brought up by was bought up by Watsy. That's true. Oh.
3: Wow. <laughs> this You got to write again more often. We were enjoying your emails. But what about Traveler or right? Gurps? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat my hat if Jack Chick can look at
0: those and make the same accusations. Well, he can't now. Damn Skippy. Um, I mean, he would,
1: but he's dead. Okay. So he can't. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he never saw Gurps authentic thaumaturgy. No. Thaumaturgy? Thauma, thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy? Thaumaturgy? thaumaturgy 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 Is, it? Is how Tha- tham- tham- it's pronounced? Thaumaturgy, thaumaturgy. yeah. Thaumaturgy. How, how
2: long have you played White Wolf?
1: Thaumatology <laughs> Wow. Uh, Gerbs, thaumaturgy? Yeah. They, they actually uh, had a My name called... in it. Really Is it in Thaumaturgy? What's it... No, no, it's not No, you, I thought you were in um Magic.
0: Not Magic. It's the, it's the sequel. GURPS Grimoire. Grimoire.
1: Yeah, that's right. Oh. yeah. Or is it Grimoire? Or Grimoire?
0: <laughs> grimoire? <laughs> grimoire. Okay. Grimoire? Uh, g- 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 GURPS? I'll eat my hat if Jack's... But he can't because he's dead. I'll break your arm if you say who again. <laughs> Which is a good thing because... Third base. I really like my hat. My hat. The point the nice is... Hat. If you want the fun of playing RPGs, but without the pesky... Risk of eternal damnation. Just put down the DMG
1: and pick up a copy of *Vampire the Masquerade*. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Where you're playing descendants of the first murderer Cain. Yes, right. exactly. That right. is no way
0: going to get a eternally- vampire. Oh, yeah, yeah. very Absolutely. biblical. Absolutely.
4: Yes,
1: and no way is
0: it. Mm. The lesson: Don't just stick to one RPG. Branch out. Diversify your portfolio. See what else is out there in the wide world of gaming. Sure, it's a bit of a pain learning a new system, but you might just find something you like better than what you're used to. <coughs> Game on, my friends. Game on. Game on. Game on.
1: Car. And that's it. <laughs> Game on.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, I managed to get a few laughs out of you all. And with a little luck, Mr. Chick is now spinning fast enough to power the entire, entirety of L.A. for a week. Uh, raise a glass and pour one out for the infamous Jack Chick. I'll pour it into my mouth. Yeah. Humbly yours, Corbin tois yeah. Corbin Twa.
3: I.
4: I was walking. I actually kind of missed Jack. So he was the <laughs> He was. He was. A, the. He, was the, the <laughs> he, he
1: he gave us something to focus on as the as the the he was you know what Jack Chick was our big bad evil guy. He was the lightning rod for all our uh, he was nerd rage. He was yeah. Yeah. I, so I, wa- I don't know, though, because... I wanted to see Dark Dungeons bl- too. How many big
0: black evil guys... Big bad Big, evil, big bad, big evil, bad guy. evil guys. How many of them are, like, recluses? <sighs> well, they all are. I mean, you're, you're necromancer. No, but like,
1: there's... By like, himself, there's like, big tower, there's, like, three or four... mages. Or three or
0: four existing photographs of Jack Chick. Yeah. Because the camera... camera. No, he's, like, a
1: total recluse. Because the camera steals your soul.
0: Right? I don't know if he, I don't think he was like from some Uh-oh. South American
3: tribe. <laughs> <laughs> He just knew that when he's distributing hate mail, that he needs to make keep a low profile. He didn't want to be found that, because yeah. that's oh, fair point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, handed him out. I I know, but he didn't. But people what didn't is. know it was him. Yeah, they didn't well, know where, if you know it where was. if it, it was. And he probably got it a flack handed him out that he knew better than to let his name and people get out there. Yeah, that's just that's just well. Good there, were the
0: qu- See, there, there was two kinds of proselytizers. At, at least my college. Well, yes, there was the there were the guys who handed out the stuff, and they were pretty quiet. One guy would just tell everyone just to watch Channel Forty. He'd say, we'll give Henry a check, Jack, Jack Chick tract and say, watch Channel 40. Wow. Watch a, Channel 40. Local 40. access? It, well, no, it's, uh, it was a local Christian station. Oh, okay. Um, and then there, there was like three of those guys. One guy would sing. He would do like little dances and <laughs> sing. He had an American <laughs> flag. and spin around. Um, but then there were these other guys that would go over by like, they had like the speakers thing or something. I don't know. And then these big signs... And it listed all of the people who are going to go to hell. Oh yeah, that's like the, um, the 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 the, the Baptist, the the, the Westboro Baptist. Westboro, thank you. Them. They were like that, but before anyone had heard of the Westboro Baptist Church, except people in Westboro. (laughs) 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 Well, none of the rest of us had because it was in the '80s. It was like '86. I'm talking about, and and they had this big sign. It would say, uh, uh, liberals.
3: So it wasn't actually individual people. Adulterers. Like groups.
0: Adulterers. Right. Uh, uh, murderers. Satanists. Drug users. People who Satanists, use their cell phones in a
1: movie theater. Union
0: <laughs> members. There's <laughs> was all kinds of stuff all mixed in. It was all kinds of stuff mixed in. Are all going to hell. It was at that, the bottom. Yeah. And they were like super confrontational. They would sit there and look at people and scream and yell at them. And then these people, these, these kids, I mean, I just walked by and looked at them and go... That's a way good attention. Yeah, I'm off I front. go, and then some guys like, "Oh, I'm gonna. I think I can change their minds." And he would stand there and argue with them for like ten or fifteen minutes. I'd walk by to go pick up something, and then come back, walk and the back guy's still there, still there arguing with <laughs> the guy.
1: Yeah. There's That's not like gonna work. There's a YouTube video I saw a couple months back. It was awesome because it was it was some guy proselytizing with a like a like a, a PA system. He had like a oh like yeah, like a bullhorn, bull right? So someone came out with. They're bagpipes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did and, do that. And Drowned played bagpipes and just tried to drown him out. And he'd like walk around, you know, he'd walk over here and the person playing bagpipes It was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. I left my ass you, off.
2: You do know why, by the way, why bagpipers walk when they play?
0: Uh, trying to I, get away from the sound? Well, it's harder to hit a moving target. Oh.
1: oh okay. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you were going with that. Please roll a save versus wordiness.
0: Oh, thank you very good much. Time. Who was that?
1: Oh, oh, that was Corbin was Twa. Corbin Twa. Twa. Thank yeah. you very
0: much, Corbin Twad.
1: Well done. Yes. Well done. That, yeah, was, that yeah, was actually that was a good that. email. It made me love well, yes. well put. Hail and well met, halfwitlings from douchebag end. Douchebag end. Nice. I'm Brian from Stu's College Gurps game. Oh! Yeah. Oh. And Chronivore on the forums. Oh. Yes. Welcome. I'm writing from Osaka, Japan. Oh Where bodyddy mind is. That's right, yeah, but if you're tempted to go for a silly accent in reading, I'm from Southern California, and I think some of you can manage that dialect. maybe.
3: I've been drinking a lot, I'm not sure I can. <laughs> uh, we're both uh, in four, so. <laughs> I've been
1: enjoying your Happy Jack's backlog, dude. <laughs> and I totally look forward to receiving your front log as it presents itself) <laughs> In the (laughs) coming weeks, bro
4: (laughs) Gnarly (laughs) Uh, Gnarly
1: (laughs) Front lawn
4: Oh, Uh,
3: man
1: I know kung fu
3: you know that that's exactly what most people in the world think Southern California people sound like. Exactly. Especially people on Saturday Night Live. They're, say, they
1: probably say
0: that as we're talking right yes, now. Have yes. you ever seen the California?
2: Yes, the California
0: accent. I'm sure we have an accent. Yes, exactly. sure people. From other you know, like,
1: get on the 405. Get on, four five, on the 405. Take that to the 5. <laughs> get off the coenga and get out of here. Aww. I'd like to tell a couple stories. Yeah, I'll be brief. He'll try first, to be brief. The first is about Stu's often mentioned deadliness in GURPS. It can really leave an impression. Did you kill
3: Brian? <laughs> like a oh, I guess we'll find frame. out.
1: We'll find out, <laughs> won't we? No. I never killed his character. It was in the first session or two of Stu's GURPS fantasy game, My Thief Shift. Had been designed around a halfling's natural ability with ranged weapons. I think we were scouts for a caravan or something, and we spotted someone lying in wait down the road ahead of us, so we flanked. I flunked flanked. Shift stealthily aimed his bow for three turns to get the maximum chance to hit the stationary bandit's head. Mm-hmm. Aiming bonus. Second, second edition, uh, you got what, plus one per turn. Yeah, yep. third edition did that too. Gone by, really? Gone by fourth. Gone by fourth, yeah. You can't aim more than one No, round? you can
0: aim more than one turn, but you get, get an accuracy bonus for the first one, which is usually a larger number. And then you can get a plus one, and I think you can get it for more than three now. That sucks, because I used to use that all the time. You can still do that. love but, aiming. But aiming for one turn gives you a much
1: bigger bonus. Really? Okay. okay. Sorry, go ahead. That's okay. It wasn't a difficult roll with that set of conditions. When the arrow hit its mark, we rolled damage. He fell off his horse, dead. Shift had one shot at the guy. Stu had well done. done such a good job setting the scene and putting us as players in that moment that I was immediately awash in remorse. <laughs> Excuse me. I had just straight up murdered someone. Should I have given him a chance to flee? Should I have engaged in a straight up melee fight? Did he leave behind a wife and kids? Had he even wanted to be there? Stu might remember it differently, but I recall that Shift was so remorseful that he never used the bow again. It may have been a high-strength crossbow. Is that How true, to, Stu? I, he, he started out with a bow, and he never used it again. I never knew why.
4: Huh, well, now make, you know.
0: Yep. How, How to, to make you. a murder hobo. After that, he went on with... It It was always with his sword. He used a short sword. And he used it with the broadsword skill, because he was an athlete. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: There's also the often-mentioned Stu story about the GURPS wizard, who believed that everyone who disagreed with him was possessed by demons. Yeah, demons. Who also ended up being killed by Bill and I. For the record... Stu had us crawling through a dungeon for the first time ever in his game, and there were deadly things around every mushroom-encrusted corner. It felt like we were walking through the hallways of a xenomorph-infested colony, exotic they and only threatening. come out at
3: night, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> mostly.
1: And we, ha- and, uh, and we only had each other to rely on. As the search for an exit grew more perilous, the... Monophobic. <laughs> de- demonophobic. No, there's... Hy- there's oh, yeah, there are hyphens. Yes, there's hyphens. So it's right. demonophobic. Mage was acting increasingly erratic. At the end of one fight, he pointed at one of the other PCs and said in a high-pitched, warbling voice, He is possessed by demons! He's possessed by demons! That's how he would have
4: said Okay. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> and then chucked a sizable ice dagger or something at the PC. Yeah, he, had, it was, he made wicked mages, that guy. Knocked the PC to negative health in one hit. Yep. The other PCs were shocked, offended, and terrified. After much heated criticism, the mage agreed that the victim wasn't possessed and healed the PC back to positive health. Probably matching the damage he's done, because the mage said... You want to use the voice on that Same way? as before. So it's good as new. Which no one looked like they were buying. <laughs> Bill and I briefly confabbed and determined that the mage would be substantially more dangerous than helpful to survive the dungeon. We arrayed ourselves on each side of the mage, and under the pretense of preparing to open the next door and be ready for what came out, we announced, "I'm the left ball, <laughs> and I'm the right ball. Who's the penis in between us?" And straight up murder, hoboed him. <laughs> I remember you telling this story. Yeah. <laughs> As Stu has mentioned, the player took it well and quickly got to work on building another character. I think his new one was a bard or singer bard, or something yeah. who was always looking for a gig. That's. My... I guess that's, that's enough. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's enough for one male, so I'll finish by stating how nice it is to hear the gang there chatting, drinking, and grousing about all the things I enjoy. It keeps the homesickness for the USA nicely at bay. Yours, Brian. P.S. It's pronounced. I think that's pronounced. It's pronounced. Auntie DeLuvian.
0: Antid- Isn't that How you pronounce it? Ant- anti-deluvian. Oh, it's as opposed to anti-deluvian. It's anti-deluvian. He says it's anti-deluvian. Well, then, well, how do you, you pronounce saw... is that?
3: Aunt or aunt? That's uh, it. Uh, yeah. Pronounced
0: anti-deluvian. I don't Could know where be it comes up with an anti-deluvian.
3: See, now we know how to. Now, you have to tell us how to pronounce anti. I mean, auntie. or up the ante, up the ante. Maybe it is auntie, because other it would be a n t i like anti a n t i e. It'd be anti like anti. It'd, it'd be anti anti They're not against A-N-T-E. the flood. They're before the stereo. flood. Anti. The they whole. Ante. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They're 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 ante. before the flood. Anti
1: diluvian. Before the flood. Or is it auntie? No. <laughs> um, I, I want I want to Go ahead a, yeah. a stew GURPS yeah after this next okay. sentence, okay? P P S. Mode of Sin is my favorite actual play out there. Yeah Me too, oddly <laughs> enough. I love that I one. can't imagine. God, I love that one. P P P S drank. Alright, alright, fine
0: and we get to do that now because it's not Saturday morning
1: right exactly (laughs) oh like that ever stopped us on Saturday morning (laughs) I I told Brian
0: he has an open invitation the next time he's in Southern California to come on the show cool because he emails me once in a while and goes like Okay, dude, you told the story about the game. That is not how it happened. <laughs> not how it happened.
2: God, and that's when he comes on the show, and you tell him, "Don't don't." Great great he,
3: <laughs> is he the one that hooked up with Hive Mind? There's an, there's two other people in Osaka, I think, or at least one other Hive Mind. It's a Poole. fairly large city. There's probably more. Well, than two but of them. but listening to this, that are able to <laughs> two people in <laughs> Americans all of Osaka. game enough. and Fair anyway, enough. yeah. If you if you want a game again, Hive Mine's around the corner.
2: And he runs games. Yep, Hive Mind is Hive cheating. cheating around the corner, as in like. He's
1: cheating on Apocalypse World uh, and playing Fate now. <laughs> yeah, is he? Is in yeah, Torrance? Yeah. Is
2: around the corner from Chatsworth. Um, GMing advice from Levi or Levi. You know what? I'm going to go with the pants. It's Levi. So. It's not Levi Strauss? No. Oh. That's yeah.
1: only. Hmm. Like there's a whole bunch of the Levites or the Levites. Is that? I don't know. Yeah. Levi- um,
0: Le- Levites. Le- Levites. Sorry. <laughs> Is it Leviticus or Leviticus? It's Leviticus, usually. I know
2: 50 ways to love my Levi.
4: Glitch.
2: Never mind. I have written in a couple of times. I always keep things short, sometimes possibly sacrificing clarity, but this one might be a doozy. I have a regular group. We've been playing for about four years, and I am almost always the GM. We sometimes play commercial systems, but mostly play my homebrew. Lately, we are playing Fate Dresden Files. I read the Dresden books, and one player listens to them. Drink. Okay. Oh, shit.
0: Oh, Oh. Kurt! Kurt! (laughs) Kurt. (laughs) Hand on that red rag over there. (laughs) (laughs) Red rag. Red rag. Red rag. Sorry. Oh, you're going to stain my reusable battle mat. Not, actually.
3: actually I think this we, is why
1: we can't have nice things,
0: Kern. You're Kurt. absolutely right. I
3: think you actually cleaned that with beer once when we didn't have anything <laughs> to erase the thing. Sorry. I mean, what I need mean is uh, card.
4: i just like more. to say that
1: I've never spilled anything here. I used to be bring this to guy sell. in
3: once. Is that true? That's 100% true? Wow. I've never seen that. How sad it. is it that you kept that and, and watched that, and that's actually a thing that you... Have
0: yeah.
1: Have What's wrong
0: with yeah. you? My
3: mind works in mysterious ways.
1: What a thing to be proud of.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Obviously, we are going for a similar feel to the books with the basic premise that there is something going on, and the major movers and shakers are not immediately apparent. The characters are expected to handle things on their own and avoid getting the authorities involved. They should work within the law when they can, but not be afraid to push the limits to solve the mystery and bring justice. The latest case was a murder mystery at the estate of the victim, a wealthy elderly member of the para-net known, a known and known changeling who never chose to go mortal or fae. He was missing when they arrived, and they proceeded to explore the mansion and talk to a few people who were also confused or concerned that Mr. Corper was missing. Much to my frustration, they rarely spent much time talking to anyone. I brought in a local member of law enforcement as a guest to put some pressure on them. They have to solve this before he realizes a crime has been committed and calls the authorities. They did finally find that he was in... in. They did finally find that he was in dead in his safe room. I'm going to assume he was he dead, in, dead his- in the safe room. Yeah. <clears throat> he had no signs of a struggle, and the only wound they could find was a puncture mark at the base of his skull. Well, that usually will kill you. Yeah, uh, I can't tell what killed. I can't tell you what killed him because it is a growing threat in River City. There's trouble in River. City <coughs> With the capital and it starts T, T and that
1: rhymes
0: what?
2: with P, and that, no, that, that, that capital
0: P that, and that rhymes, rhymes with, with T. No, no capital T that capital rhymes T, with P. That rhyme,
2: stands, stands for pool. pool. Capital T and that rhymes with V and that stands for vampire. Um, and they might listen to this, but they didn't Haney, seem to nitty, care. Nitty.
3: <laughs> Sorry, drink I, no, it's, he got killed with an icicle. That's why there's nothing left. Upon finding him, they... Oh, hey
2: Upon finding him, they grabbed Sergeant Peacock. Yes, while I was writing the scenario, I realized I could name it... I could theme it Clue, so I changed NPC names and fiddled with rooms and locations. And ended the session by saying, I guess the cops will take it from here. This completely ignores the whole idea of handling justice in the paranormal community. It ignores concerns about what supernatural threats... Threat exists that they should be worried about Now in their hometown And it ignores the concern about getting mortal, mortal authorities involved in the supernatural After the session Petered out They gave some advice about keeping them From getting the authorities involved By having it at a remote location No cell service or some such Sounds like something they might call railroading If I did it Drink hmm. Gotta double your standards Double your fun. Obviously, they completely destroyed the possibility of another hour or two of gameplay, confronting guests. One was a pyromancer, one one a werejackal, another was a cowboy action revolver hobbyist, so things could have gotten exciting. Keeping the body hidden from Sergeant Peacock, or pursuing the caregiver they assumed was the killer, after she realized they suspected her and she fled. One player jokingly asked if he could use his driving skill to figure out where she went. No one thought to ask what service she was hired from, ask the other staff what her full name was, look into how she was being paid. I'm not not expecting them to have found the one solution, but to have looked for any solution. Should I pick up the next session as if we broke for the day and just prod them to pursue the matter further? Should I just let it die? This was supposed to be a good... A good one, because I'm starting the process to get my national board certificate and someone else is going to take take over as GM for a while. It seems like a letdown to end on such a deflated balloon session. What do... I do? do. What what, to do? What 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 do? do? What to do? P.S. We're Jackal! P.P.S. The Dresden Files TV show was abysmal. Yes, it was.
1: I got through 15 minutes of the first episode and went...
2: I think I watched I,
1: I, almost all of it before it was pulled off of Netflix.
2: I, I watched all of it and I haven't read any of the books.
0: I have In fond memories. What? Of they recasted. Yeah. The, I mean, they combined.
2: Uh, I, I, I understand there are a lot of flaws. I, I make no judgment whatsoever because I don't know any
1: better. Well, you, they,
2: you haven't read the books yet? No, I haven't. My oh, wife really likes it. She's never read it. My the wife books. has almost all of them, so. My
1: first, my oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No,
2: PPPs. Keep up the good work, and thanks for recommending Goliath. It
1: is very good. It is fantastic. Um, my, my first question, and, <laughs> it's not addressed here, and this might have a lot to do with it. Is every time Harry Dresden goes out to a crime scene, there's something that tips him off that it's supernatural? Crosses he the he,
4: line. Yeah, there's
1: something. He gets a, a funny feeling. He gets something, something, something like that. Well, usually yeah, he's brought in. This. Yeah, because Karen thinks. So because Karen in the early thinks, books, yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: Karen thinks that there's something supernatural but, going on. But so she a, brings him in to make sure.
1: And he always finds something that yeah. He makes him go. Yep, yeah, this is it. I'm wondering if. Who who was this that sent this one? It could have just been a mundane murder. That's yeah. That's because that, I mean, the way it's like that it Storks reads, it, it could have been an ice pick. Yeah, the way that it reads, it sounds like a mundane murder. So or, I'm wondering if what's his name here? Oh, oh, that's right. If Jeans was um, because Levi. Jeans. Oh, right. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if he there there was anything that tripped that? Oh, this isn't an ice pick. This is a. I don't know. A, Vampire with a really strong single fang. I don't, you know, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Who likes the back of the neck for some reason? I don't. Know. But y- they but, yeah. call him
0: Solo, <laughs> yeah. the one-toothed vampire, dude, right in the, the middle. That that needs to be my next vampire the character. The narwhal of vampires.
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't give him any ideas,
1: dude. I I, I need that character now. <laughs> the narwhals make a noise. He would. He would. You would have to no, talk like this. No, no. You would have to
4: talk to the big fan come out. <laughs> fan come out. I'm well, going, wild I'm wild. Big fan.
1: <laughs> Boy, that wouldn't get annoying. <laughs> uh, hello, please. What, what's the way you hang up, please? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's my first thing. Is is maybe, and, and if you want to continue running this, maybe you need to drop in something that you know sets their spidey sense off, and lets okay. them know that this is in fact. Not an ice pick to the back of someone's skull. Or
0: leave a leave an eyewitness who saw something—a giant red monster with horns and a tail came running. Yeah, through the, something like that. Yeah, something to actually make him set it off. The other thing is uh, we, we talked about is is try to personalize the story so that the players become the ca- characters would be more interested in it. Yeah, make it a make it uh, some an NPC who's attached to one of the player characters maybe. Or, or um, make it about something that one of them cares about.
3: Yep. So. And sometimes, especially when it's a, a detective thing, you just got to hit them with a clue by four. Yeah, because sometimes players are stupid, or they just, or the, or whatever, they're fucking with you. It's like you could you could have had the, had this solved in a way. And I'm I'm not judging. I'm just saying that there's a possible solution to this, which is uh, on the way out the door. They trip over her purse, which she dropped, and when they look inside, there is the name of this of the. The companies yeah. you work for, all of that stuff. There's ways around it, but, but you literally have to hand it to the players. You're like, because oh. yeah, players, okay. players don't get it. I mean, look at how, long,
1: how many episodes of the moat we sat around talking about what to do. And I can only imagine Stu's virtual face palming just over <laughs> <Right>. and over <laughs> right. as he's going, oh, come on, you guys. And,
3: and we've discussed it before, but it's, if it's a key thing for the, for the, for the game, give them the clue. Yeah. Yeah. If if this stuff was key for them to work it out, just give it to them. It doesn't yeah. sacrifice anything. let them give them a chance to discover it on their own. But if they don't, give them it. Yeah. The. Give it them. Give them. Give it to, give it to them. Give, give it, it to. Them. Give it to them. Give
1: them it to, give it to them. I. Uh, I don't
0: know. It. Gia when you GM a lot. Or maybe just when you're just jamming in general, because of the fact that you know all of the stuff. and We've talked about this a lot. You know all the stuff that's going on. You know what the what, what's going on. You know the backstory. You think that the clue you're giving the players is super super obvious. It makes and it it's isn't. crystal
1: clear to you. Sure, it makes perfect sense because to you. you already know. Because everything. you know
0: everything. Yep, yep. But you have to stop and and think. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's crazy hard and to think. Do. You know, if they're not getting it give them more yeah like, give them another clue rim and, give them another piece Raymond
3: Chandler did it so well with just a matchbook with an address on it it doesn't get more obvious than that it's like huh I guess I'll go check out this address that is on, on this, this, matchbook this matchbook that's right here in front of me that was oh, in, in the dead person's pocket pocket <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um and, and, and make sure that leads somewhere. And that's right. And that's <laughs> Raymond fucking Chandler, right? Who's like, you know, the god of detective shows so sometimes you just literally have to hand it to them. Instead of them asking you like, Well, there's a dead guy, and instead of them having to go to the library or call up and figure out who he is, have his ID on him. Have the have the papers on him, and it's yep, all yep, right yep. there. It's the the thing about investigative things, and again, we've talked about this too, is that it turns into a bottleneck. If if you're waiting for them to discover the clue, and they hit that bottleneck, you can't wait for them to solve it themselves. Sometimes you have to give it to them so they can move past it.
1: What? I think he hit the camera. Did
3: I? It jumped. No, we're good. Okay. No, we're good. Looks fine. So anyway. So, uh, investigative things are kind of your own unique animal. Yeah. And it really... You really have to...
0: I would almost say for every scene that you have, have several clues. Yeah, because you, 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 you want to point because it's those games. Those games are very often set up like breadcrumbs. Yes, where you've got you're at the murder scene and you want them to go somewhere. Now you could either send have them go to po- three possible different directions, or maybe you want them to go to one direction. Give them more than one clue that goes
3: to that one direction. Well, he actually so he actually did, but they just didn't pick up on any of them. I mean, he says that they look for. Uh, so, did, did they? They don't thought to ask about the service she was hired from, or ask the staff her full name, or look into how she was being paid. Well, That's they didn't have, to, I didn't
0: have to ask for these things. That's my have point. them. Have them. Yeah. They, yeah. Have them there. Have you know a business card lying there for such and such maid service. A uh, check. A uh, check stub. Right. What's what's the Gumshoe thing? Is it uh, three clues? No, for no, everything? no, that that was from the Alexandrian.net. That's the guy that came up with the three clue rule. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I know we talked but about it, that But, before, uh, but... It, in Gumshoe, you just get them. You you spend, yeah, a, you get them. You spend a it. kill... I think you spend a skill point. Because you don't actually... Yeah. You you, 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 there's skills you can use certain numbers of times. So you just use one of them.
3: Yeah. And you get... Clue and clues. you get it, yeah, yeah. And that's really... With investigative games, when they're really struggling and when flailing, that's the one time I say the GMs just give you that stuff. It's Give them a chance to
1: discover. But if they don't, give it to them. It is just, awesome to see your players... Figure that stuff out. It is like yes. there's nothing more rewarding than when your players figure out something that you've put down. It is, but if they're stuck figuring it out and the game is starting to flounder and it's not going Which anywhere, is what's happened? Then then you just need to figure out some way to put that clue in their hands. Yes, give them more. Big give them thing. more. Yeah,
2: and if it means, you know, okay, you you've got a murder scene, right? You've got a body, and they haven't been able to, f- they, they haven't searched the body or they haven't found the whatever it is. The, the coroner comes or the medical examiner comes over and, you know, they, Pull the body into the body bag and put it on the the gurney to take it out to the truck. And something slips out of his pocket. And or he's cor- sitting
3: on the floor. Or the coroner searches. The coroner like starts wrapping him yeah, up and exactly. says, "Oh, here, this is where in his pockets. Do you guys need any yeah, of this stuff?" Exactly. But right. and, and here's another thing: try not Use to do, try not to be too snarky about it with your players. No, like, right? No. All clues ever fall out of his pocket. Okay, don't try and the, I mean they, they, to do that.
0: <laughs> they pro- they are trying to solve the problem. They, they, are. They, are. they are. They usually are unless they're fucking with you. They are trying to solve the mystery, <laughs> but you, it's impossible for you to be in their shoes because you already know yeah. what's going on. What's so you don't to know you. what's a clue and what just could be just a random coincidence. Forgive
3: yeah. them; they know not what they do. Yeah, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, what's obvious
2: to you because you created it, and yeah. most likely you created it from back to front.
3: You mean
1: you? You mean you didn't figure it out when the waiter winked at the barmaid? What was going on? You didn't get that it was Uncle Jack who did it all from that one wink? I was so
3: obvious.
0: I thought I dipped the whole game right there. I mean, now if he's modeling it after Dresden Files, I mean, there's a couple of times when he finds clues that no one, no player character would ever find. Well, and and that's typical. That is typical of the murder
2: mystery novel. Genre, yeah. And that's, that's what uh, Neil Simon mm-hmm. played on in Murder by Death, mm-hmm. is the idea is you introduce characters in the last three pages that weren't even the rest of the book before. No, no, know. but... But, the, I, it, but it's a common trope in murder mystery novels that the detective sees things that the narrator doesn't let the reader know. Right. And, and that's
1: something you want to avoid. And, yeah. Yeah. and he also has the capability to go back to the first book, and say, oh, it's this way, because when I was fighting off um, uh, the the fallen angels in book one, you know, I learned this, 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 and this, which, there's no way that any player at a table is going to be able to go 20 sessions ago and say, oh yeah, remember back in session one, it was because of this? Right.
3: That- Speaking of movies, and this, this, sparked, this sparked a thought, and this might be part of a problem uh, just now occurring to me. One of my favorite movies is North by Northwest. Good movie. Now, in that movie... Uh, Roger Updike or Thornhill, whatever it is, yeah. finds all these clues, but he has no idea what they mean. Yeah, He finds this suit. He finds this guy. He finds his name. He's being confused with these people, and there's all these clues that are handed to, let's say he's the player character, players, but he has no context. He has no way of putting it together until about three quarters of the way through the movie when a couple of key things fall into place. I have a feeling that what we tend to do is we give our players lots of clues, forgetting but they may not context. know what the context is. Yeah. Yet. Uh,
2: Charade right. is another great example of that. Uh, one of my favorite movies, Charade, um, and you know they're they're okay. Th- this guy was obviously killed for a reason. Oh, okay, he was killed for you know two hundred seventy five thousand dollars or whatever it was. And you know we need to where the hell did he stash this this money? And <coughs> they got the the contents of his travel bag, and it's like you know, wait. The ha- it, it, you know tooth powder right oh I bet I bet the tooth powder he can he bought a bunch of heroin and he's like you taste would you know heroin if you tasted it and he's like yes that's it it's mint flavored heroin <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm actually no I'm actually
3: saying is a little deeper than that because the the really cool thing about North by Northwest is that. We, the, the viewers, don't know what's going on either. Right. We're watching this whole thing. We're like, there's all these clues. There's something going on. What the fuck is it going on? with? And about halfway through, we're all clued in. Yeah. Well, it's when, the same thing. When a couple of things fall into place. I, I, I guess, but yeah. I, I think... As a GM, you're so scared about tipping your hand too early that sometimes you forget to tip anything at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. I feel like sometimes in most of the same, we're just flailing about like, there's all this stuff that's in our hands and we can't, no, we don't sense of it. I don't understand what it means. What's it all mean? But I think that's because that's we're all scatterbrained. <laughs> well, we but can't yes, keep track of stuff. Yes and no, but I, I think that that's <laughs> something I, to consider. I wonder if you
0: can, as the, when you have a situation where you're going to hand out clues... And the context is going to happen later, which I think is is is, is an interesting way to to structure a game. Very, and I think could t- could totally work. Like, you know, that you have a you know, a blurry picture of some yellow thing murdering someone, and then like three quarters of the way through the through the session, there's a man in a yellow suit with
3: what a what yellow have, hat. What oh
0: my have.
2: god, it was Curious George! It was Curious George. All along.
3: <laughs> I am so mashing up Curious George and Murders in the Room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but I nice. wonder if.
0: If when the player when you start piecing that stuff together, or you start you that you start bringing it all together, (laughs) so the players can make the connections, are they going to be able to keep in mind all the clues that you gave them? Yeah, maybe have some sort of visual representation. Give them a whiteboard that they can write all the clues on, or something. So, yeah, it's all in their mind.
2: Because if they got those clues four sessions ago depending on how frequently you play your game They're gone four sessions ago may have been four months ago sure or four years ago mm-hmm. you know it, or it may as well have been four decades ago because I don't remember
0: and even in movies where you have a big reveal very often there'll be a flashback yeah to the yeah. stuff that's happened in the last couple hours that you were that you just paid money to watch in the theater yeah because they figure you're not going to remember it anyway yeah. Yeah.
1: or they have it on the big board with all the pictures and the pieces right. of the yard and right or like yeah,
2: I actually I like, had the, the yarn board in a recent game I ran. Or, like, uh, or
3: you look at the bottom of the cup, and you says it's Kobayashi Maru, and then you realize everything, <laughs> and then you see the flashback as it all plays out, and you realize that Right, right. but that, But that's yes.
1: also a really good, strong... Um, What's the word I'm of looking for? Gibbering? No. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Gibbering. Uh, no, but a, a really... Um, gatherer? No. it I can't figure the word now, You guys are fucking me up. Gestation? Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> no. Jerps. Um, Jerps? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why you should have props whenever possible. I think. Okay. Yes. Because props... Props are... are you get those physical clues that matchbook with that address on it, yeah. dude, print a matchbook and fold it up and give yeah. it to the, the to newspaper
0: heading. yogg or whatever Yogg's it is. Sothoth, has all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. That yeah, it's really cool. You can yeah. print out.
3: Nice. Um, and, the, and, the, yeah. and I'm and going talk, to we correct we talk you, about you about that. talked about that adventure before too where they have all those clues and matchbooks and all that stuff is in the back of it that you can print up as handouts for your, your oh. yeah. photographs. Yeah, that's
1: Masks of Nyarlathot. I'm
3: going to go one more step. Yeah. If you're running a heavy investigation game, you as the GM may have to do a little more work than you think, which means yeah. you have to keep control of those physical props. Yeah. You may have to write up a little summary and remind your players, because it's no. they're they're flailing about, they drink a lot, they're flailing in the dark, and even though you know what's going on, they still don't, and you may have to sum up. <coughs> you may have to do what Sam does at the beginning of every session, just to remind them, oh, and then maybe set it up.
0: I just actually started noticing that in the last session. She is furiously writing as things
2: Absolutely. happen. And, and do, you know, do you know what's awesome? My wife does that in our games. She's, she's typing constantly.
1: She furiously writes while she's RPing as yeah, well. Yeah, Did you yeah, ever yeah. notice that? Yeah. Yep. She's
3: ein Minuten bitter yeah. and, and writing shit down. And I'm like, damn, I can't do that at all. Yeah. If you're running an investigative game, you might as a GM do a little of the footwork for your players. I know it sounds counterintuitive, like F it, if they missed it, they missed it. But no, because this is an investigation game, you may have to keep those things together for them. So that yeah. three months later when you pick the game up again, you can say, Here's all this stuff, remember, this is the paper, this is this, this is the guy, this is that guy, here's the list of names of the people you met. And I know you're just like as a GM you're like F them, they didn't get it, they missed it, I'm not gonna help them, but it's an investigation game and you know, people yeah. forget. If you give your players physical props, don't
1: let them just slide it under their character sheet and leave it there. No, give them the prop, or don't give it to the guy who will do that. Yeah, or yeah. don't <laughs> give it to, or or if you do, be like, this is what you have. After everyone looks at that, give it back and put it right here with all well, the other props. Well,
3: and that's the other thing: keep those physical props so that when they yeah. come back, because often times, like, oh, I forgot to bring all my props. Yeah, man, I don't have any dice. Everybody's it's like, dude. You, you had the props, you and the it's, like, it's
1: like that matchbook is gonna—that's the center of today's right. adventure. You now no, it's gonna, not here. If
2: you're gonna be printing these out from from a computer file or something, print two copies. Keep one for yourself. Give one oh, yeah. to the player.
0: I do that. I—that's in OneNote. Every time I give you guys a newspaper or something, I have a PDF copy in OneNote. Yeah,
3: so I would say so you can just keep it. them all because then yeah. and then you can just hand them out as needed or whatever. Yeah. It's—I know—I I know I'm going to get flack for this. Because you know it's, it's a pretty controversial thing, which is the GM should keep track of the stuff for his players. But in this particular case, with this kinds of stuff, with clues and things, I think you do. I don't think you have to do it for every game. You gotta help. You do have to help them. It's if it's a heavy, heavy investigation game. From above, yeah, it, it just yeah yeah. It's kind of the one time I think I would say that that has to happen. All right. So when you address uh, the hate mail to me, be nice. Okay. Be kind. Now that's one stork. one way I, I that you can <laughs>
2: one way that you can you can mitigate that slightly is um, if the players are, are foundering over a clue that they've already got, right? Or forgotten they had. Or for, yeah, or forgotten they had. But that might be the player has forgotten. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe the character hasn't. So have them make an intelligence roll for memory. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if they botch, well, shit. If they, well, if they fail, it just takes them a little longer to realize they've got it. And the player has made a connection... That the, the, the 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 character has made the connection that the
1: player hasn't, and then you can. So if they succeed, great, they get it right away. In that case, though, why even? I mean, if if your players are floundering, fl- floundering, why even make them make a roll? They're already having problems with it. Um, if it's if your character in game is sitting there struggling with this, and they're going over this, and looking at props and stuff like that, and they're trying to figure out. What's wrong with just saying, hey, you might want to look at that matchbox again.
4: That's I, another I mean, way of I mean, doing it.
3: I've done that in a free show. In fact, when you guys were doing the Grendel thing, I uh, I said a couple of things like, gosh, if only we had somebody that could, uh, or, or if only there was some way to translate this language. And right. you went, oh, wait, I've got this, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. That's right. right? right? Um, and, I don't think it was not, me, but yeah. I, it's not somebody. a... It's not a because it's an investigative game and you're yeah. we're on a timeline we're trying to keep things going and nobody said oh there was no table flipping and storming out everybody was like oh right thank okay yeah you're right thanks <laughs> I forgot I had that yeah yeah gosh
1: if only we had a, <laughs> a matchbooks with the address on it you right know? Huh. See, well I would say something you know
3: yeah If only there, there were an address somewhere you guys, yeah. remember, you guys remember the, 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 there's an address somewhere an address? Yeah. right yeah. we we've got that oh, right I don't remember address I remember a pair of pants uh, ha ha brum. But I, I know I know this is controversial because there's a lot of people yeah. that are like, look, if they missed it, they missed it. I'm not going to help them out. But.
2: but you have to weigh that against. Yeah. is that now the game stopped. fun? Yeah, it, yeah. Well, but the part of, the point of a game is it's fun. Yeah, and if people aren't having fun because whatever reason, you as the GM are responsible for for uh, not just adjudicating what a dice roll means, but also
1: maintaining the fun. And keeping the flow going the and flow all going. kinds of yeah. other keeping stuff. That's, going, yeah. that's that's why I said if it give your players the chance to figure it out, yeah. let them let them sweat about it for a minute. But if it looks like they're really not getting it and the game is starting to grind to a halt, which is what's is happening here, give them something to help out. All right, we beat that
0: help horse them out. to death. There you go, uh, and try to make it their idea that they got the clue.
2: Yeah. If you at all, know, all possible, all that. if at all
0: possible, yes. <laughs>
3: so
4: let's just add another so layer on. Yeah, that's a very right?
1: hollow victory.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Players.
3: I yeah. think reminding the players that they have a clue isn't necessarily cheating. no, it, not, at not, not at all. Reminding them that you know because sometimes you have stacks of clues and some reminding them like, I think you may remember seeing that go through those newspapers. Oh, right. It's one thing rather than just, oh, here's another clue since you guys missed everything else. It's a different thing. Anyway, I'm done beating this horse. What do we Google next? Hangouts
0: is not dead from Chris in Indiana. Has everyone read? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I me? think it's back to me. Yeah, I think yeah. I started because you, yeah, he, you know, okay. everyone has then read, he read it went it. First. The But then there's one more afterwards.
3: Okay, go. You get the short one. I, get, uh, I always get the short one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Google Hangouts is not dead. Hello, guys. I heard in a recent episode that the understanding was that the old Google Hangouts with Dice apps is, uh, and such is dead. This is not the case at all. There were two ways to get to your old Hangouts with apps currently. The first is through a URL that gives you the use of the old Hangouts. It's right there. You know, I don't know if I'm going to put it in the show notes. This yeah. I got that memorized. This version of Hangouts is the old version and has all your old apps useful for gaming. The second method, probably most preferred going into the future, is to use the new YouTube slash Hangout integration. What you do is go to your YouTube page, choose Create, Creator Studio. On the left-hand side of your screen, you pick Live Streaming, then click on Events below that. On the new screen, you click on the New Live Event button up on the right corner. In the New Live Event screen that comes up, you can fill in anything you like there. Here, there. Under Type, you choose Quick, using Google Hangouts On Air. This will then open up the old hangouts on air interface like before, giving you access to all your apps for dice. Oh and really? So it still has all before. that stuff. Okay. All right. They just made it harder to find. Like it's like Windows 10. <laughs> this this difference here is that only without the ads. <laughs> uh, this difference here is that you now have the option to record your session if you like. You can keep them public or private, but at least you have a video record of your games. If the other old Hangout version link ever goes away in the future, this method will probably still be around, hopefully, with app support. Just wanted to let it fill you in so you can pass it along to others that might think the old Hangouts are dead along with the Dice apps. Cheers, and keep the great work. Love your show. Chris in Indiana. I love stuff like that. I wish mm-hmm. I still
2: had the same contacts I did at Google to be able to verify these things. All, All you have be- to do is
3: try My best to work for oh. there, so. right. All you have to do is try this and... yeah. Oh, uh, stereo
0: uh, the, in the last email, Dan- Danger Lily said, what's the point of letting a group fail? Yeah. Which, oh, congratulations. congratulations to that. Because I
3: win the game. I win the role-playing right. the game. Yes. I am now exactly. the winner. Well, congratulations, you, know
2: you what, have though, proven that you're smarter nothing, than your you
3: players. <laughs> Angry <laughs> TM, I win everything. Yes,
1: congratulations, <laughs> you have proven that you are smarter than your players. Failure is not necessarily bad. It's okay for them to fail once in a while. Sure. It's okay for them to fail... Every time. Give as, a, to give as them low, low points, points
0: once in a while. No, sure.
1: but as long as it doesn't stop the game from continuing and it doesn't stop the but, enjoyment.
3: Yeah. Most of my characters have failed. I mean,
1: Con- I mean, travel a character failed before we even started playing the
2: game. And... It's amazing how in Traveler, in manga's <laughs> Traveler, you're not actually—it's cap- not actually capable to die during character creation anymore. And yet, you managed to do
3: that. Was, I think uh, there is somebody that actually made like a, a wheelchair-bound lawyer or something because he failed Jeez, so badly in his wow. character creation.
0: or oh, got greedy and, and went too long went and lost long. all of his, his right. physical stats. Yeah, one of my the aging roles I, in that game is awful. I, I've
2: got a, a yeah, I've got a a, a, game, a player in my Traveler game that I've just started that uh he went eight terms. Oof, first edition Mongoose Traveler and because I've skinned it back, it's there are no Anagathics. Right.
0: And you so the Right, yes. <laughs> um you know, I was but, watching that movie with the the short guy what's his name? Jerry Coleman? Yeah. Right,
3: right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: God, this never gets old, ever.
0: Oh, no,
3: it doesn't. We
1: do.
4: <laughs> we old well, fast. well, I
2: mean, it's like the the uh, the the governor of California, Gary Brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. Come
4: on, Giants. <laughs> we
0: well, have long memories here. <laughs> I mean, geez, it's gone far enough. <laughs> <laughs> Criticism from Steve. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. I just want to comment. On your discussion about jiving and receiving <laughs> criticism, mainly Failing at the, the jamming table. table.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I played with GMs <laughs> that their jam is. I'm sorry. I, 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 I my
3: <laughs> oh my god.
4: Oh god.
3: Students, <laughs> <laughs> <do> this, genius. <laughs> <Like> genius.
0: <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> I've played with GMs <laughs> that their game is so much a part of them that you're insulting them if you question it. Never seems very reasonable to me. No. The way I see it, if I'm getting criticism about a game I'm running for my players, it means they're investing and in, they're invested in making it better. And that's a great thing. It means they're paying attention. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I know my games are not perfect. And no one's games are perfect. There is no such thing. No one's games are perfect, and they're a no lot better
3: than you think they are. Yeah, because you oftentimes will do. I know I do. I beat myself up over them, and people are like, "We had a great time." And you're like, I, "I, I, I let you down." And if there's never any feedback, I
0: wonder if they're really into it. That, and yeah. that I think yes. I think yeah. That, that I a, I gotta agree on that one. Yeah, I I I agree. dream. That's a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> so long as it's all constructive with examples and suggestions, then it's all. Suggestions. 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 Then it's all Joel's. Jake discussion. Straight discussion. Drate discussion.
3: Hey, that's kind of a response, I think, to when we were talking about criticism. Oh, yes. and, I, and I took you to task about how. How uh, oh you're a very God. proud man, but you love criticism. You thrive on it, and it's an interesting FNG. dichotomy. I'm sorry, the and geek.
1: The effing no,
4: geek. <laughs> I think uh,
3: I think more people. Okay, I'm making a blanket statement about a lot of of our people in our industry, they're very proud people, and they don't like to be questioned. They don't like, and they don't take criticism well. And I think it's a skill that needs to be learned. It probably, you know, when people are criticizing I'm not criticizing out of malice. They see a problem that needs to be fixed, and I think everybody knows you know if you have a leaky faucet you should fix it if there's something wrong fix it it's not you shouldn't take these things personally but again that's a long lesson that some people never learn nope um there you go well i
0: i was i was talking to someone today about it was it was kurt we were at a party we're talking about feedback and when i get when i get feedback criticism like especially on the like the forum and stuff like that i look at I have like a criteria I lose, use when I'm looking at feedback. The first thing is, does it ring true? And that's where you kind of have to separate your own ego from, mm, from which what's, can be what's going on. Yeah. It can be. And, and look, to, to look at it and say, is this criticism, does this criticism have merit? Is it accurate? Is it accurate with what, what the information is? Am or is it
3: just I, malicious?
0: Or is it just someone being an asshole? Right. And sometimes it's one or the other. Sometimes it's both. Yeah. Sometimes it's a way it's delivered that can make it seem that way, but yes. then you still have to take the inflammatory language out of it and just look at the actual thing and decide whether or not there's any merit to it. And then I look at it and say, do I agree with this? Do, is this something I want to change? Now, and a lot of times this has to do with like show content and stuff like that. There's a lot of the criticism you get on the forum. And, I, and people email it to me sometimes as well. They don't want it to be public. And, and, I'll, and I'll look at it as... You know, like I've had people say, you guys shouldn't drink when you do the show. I was like, well, it's our Friday night. We want to hang out and bullshit with friends and talk, and we just happen to be recording at the same time. So it's kind of like our Friday thing to do. It's not just that we're doing a show, but we want to have fun while we're doing it. And, and
3: before you write a lot of emails saying, yeah, I'll keep drinking, we've had this discussion already. you are not going to help. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to change. <laughs> it's one of these things. That...
0: And it's one of those things where I'm like, I can see what he's saying. I think what he's saying is correct, that it would improve the show, but it's something I don't want to give on.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, how much of this, when you do the show, how much of this is you do it for you? As opposed to oh. for the listening, viewing audience?
0: That's... It has to be both. It has to be yeah, both. It has to be both but because it's... of the big podcast bucks flowing in. Oh, oh yeah, aren't of enough course. to cover yes. uh, to cover my mortgage, right? So it, yes. it has to be both. We're drifting
3: right. a little far afield. You're getting the real specific. It's really, box. we're talking about criticism, not necessarily okay. about the podcast. Yeah, but so uh, you are just using that as an example. Yeah.
0: But, gen- but gen- I enough. mean, gen- generally speaking, if I if it's something I, I I don't mind changing, if it's something that rings true, then I look at it. And you really have to separate the language that people use because some people can just be. A holes about the one, especially and, when they're anonymous. And, and tone is hard yeah. to
3: read
2: on in an email or even a yeah. post. And some yeah. people, some people, they they present a good point badly.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely, or a bad point goodly. And
0: I mean, I, and the, the, when I, I get know. emails no. about criticism, <laughs> they're almost always couched with "I love the show," but but there's this thing, and and that is, and I, I mean, and you're, he's absolutely right. They are they are invested, or they wouldn't. And bother sitting right. in the feedback, right. and your players when they're giving you feedback on something. They chose that's, because they're, they, that's because they. That's because they, they, and the alternative to not improving the game for them is not walking away because they don't want to do that.
4: Right. Because yeah. if yeah. I mean
0: if I'm if I'm in a in a game, let's say at a con where there's low investment. Like right. personal investment, sure. it's not like you're sitting on no, no, your again. friends. No, no, it's and and it's like, and I don't have any stuff with me, which, by the way, is a really good way to go into a game. It's just a, oh, I forgot my dice. Does anyone have any dice I can borrow? Thanks. Okay. Hey, I got to go to the bathroom because it, it kind of sucks. You <laughs> <laughs> and <then laughs> just go. But I, I mean, if it was bad enough, like like terrible bad, I, I, or or if it was some of the more, notori- more some of the more notorious terrible. people oh, terrible. who terrible. run terrible. who run games terrible. and maybe shouldn't be. Um, we're sitting right here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well. I, I, I know he was. Oh shit! At I you. forgot you were there. <laughs> I mean, y- you just don't feel the investment to say, hey, "Let's let's see if we can fix this for you." First time, it's a one shot, right? Matter, but I mean, I mean, but there, there, but if there's like a glimmer of hope or something like that, it, you'll wait it out and then talk to the GM afterwards and say, hey, you know what? I like the game. There's some stuff I liked and there's some stuff I didn't. But when it took when it took this turn or when these things happened or every time we had combat this, we had to do it, you know, or whatever it is to be able to give them the feedback to say this is, the, this is what's wrong and
3: here's how you could make it better. I actually think you hit on something that's really important that everybody should remember. All of us, including myself. When somebody gives you criticism, it's not because they don't like you. They're trying to there's something about bothers them and there's an investment they yeah. they care enough to confront you with this to try to fix it it's otherwise they could it's easy to just walk away and not confront somebody yeah it's, it's that's the easy thing to do okay. but they care enough that they actually are going to want to talk to you with the risk of pissing you off and, and to try to address a problem that that worries them and that's that should be a high compliment that they decided to take the time And try to phrase a sentence to fix something they see is broken in your game that's bothering them. Rather than taking an insult, take that as a compliment. Take that as a a positive. Stork. What? (laughs) I've got something to say about Albert. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, It also leads me to the other thing, which is when you're giving someone criticism, try to be as kind as possible. Yes. Right? Couch it with, I'm loving the game. I'm loving what's going on. However, but, or whatever it is. But don't just confront them you know, like, Stu that suck when you you know or whatever it is we knock have down what's her name's building r- spoilers yeah but <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that, has that not hit yet? I don't
3: know I think that's uh, also a skill is giving people criticism as well as to being able to take it and it's easy to not confront somebody if somebody's a you know an angry person to begin with, and is really you know you don't want to I don't want to confront him I don't want to I don't want to make him mad. It's like even if you have a legitimate note, sometimes you're scared to confront somebody. But be cool about it, be nice, phrase it well, and let them know. And then when they hit you, then you can leave the game. Exactly. <laughs>
4: wow. When the
3: fisticuffs come out.
4: Oh.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: I think we're done. Is that- yeah, yeah, We are there's done. Yes. There's a pile of dead horses we've beaten here. Excellent.
0: So, many. <laughs> oh, this is a short episode. We've only—it's only been an hour. No, oh no, no, never mind. It's no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, whole, <laughs> we got a whole. We, we got a whole. I forgot. we Started at eight. We started at eight. It's been up. an hour
1: and forty-five.
2: So.
4: <laughs> Elmer's is jealous oh, yeah, of yeah, us. Yeah, right
3: Dead, now. dead horses can't drag me away.
0: Bring you dead horses (laughs) in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Alright.
2: Rode through the desert on a dead horse with no name.
0: You've been through the desert and you should have named your horse already. I know. I'm going to end. Okay. Oh, come on. Whoops. We're listeners of Happy Jack's Thank you for joining us for season eighteen, episode six of Happy Jack's RPG podcast. My name is Stu. I'm Proby Tim. <laughs> I'm Kurt Stork. Thank you very much. We'll see you next Friday. We'll be here again, uh, and that will be December. No, uh, oh, it December. It'll be December yeah, by then. Yeah. yeah. December, yeah. yeah. And so, is, is there a hot seat on on Thursday? I believe there's a hot seat on Thursday. I think. I don't
4: know who. It is. Uh, we're
0: also probably going to play uh, Traveler tomorrow. No, Sunday. Sunday I know. Afternoon. I keep thinking it's Saturday too. Yeah, uh, Sunday we'll play we'll play Traveler, so you can watch that live if you would like to. I have to figure something out the answer for that thing. Something on Tuesday? Vast Dominions or something? Vast Dominions on Tuesday. There you go. That's it. Thank you very much. we we'll leaving leave you the song.